It is December. It's December, which is absolutely mind-boggling to me. I know. And there's no snow. That Well, given the amount of rain we had yesterday, like, did you get crushed by rain yesterday? A lot of rain and a lot of downed trees. Okay. It okay. took me an hour to get to work. It normally takes me 20 minutes. Cause because so many of roads, trees? Yeah, because so many roads were closed. And I'm just like, but I, I have to go to work. I need, they, I, I have to be there. That's like, insane. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. I mean, you I live, just, you, you live in the city, so you don't have that problem. No, but I mean, like, all I experienced yesterday was, like, my windows being forced closed by uh, the wind. That was fun. Are you sure it was the wind? What if it was something like, how new is your building or how old is your building? Is it haunted? No, it's only, like, three years old. I don't know, man. That's, that's, a, that's a fresh. That, that'd be fresh then. Yeah? You think it's yeah. fresh? It'd be a fresh mm-hmm. haunting? Yeah. Or if anything, your building is on top of, like, a burial ground of some kind. It was on top of a parking lot for a long time. You never know. A, a mob burial ground. So many cement shoes. Yeah. You're just being haunted by a bunch of guys that are late on bills. Terrifying. Uh, couldn't, couldn't pay back their, uh, their gambling debts. I had money on the Knicks. Like, they ah. couldn't cover the spread. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm afraid of sports betting. That's just an inherent fear. The second I moved in, I was like, can't do it anymore. Someone in the mob will just approach you and go, I'll give you more money. You're like, that sounds like a great deal. The spirits clued me in. Coming to you live from the second bedroom of Shane's apartment. This is the Shane and Scuba Steve podcast. Or podcast. Well, welcome back to the Shane Scuba Steve Show. Yes. How's your week going? Uh, not too bad. Uh, we are post-Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was lovely. It was small. Got to say Good. that first. We didn't, didn't violate any rules. Good. Co- correct answer. Yep. It was, you know, it was good. I think for the first time uh, in a long time, or maybe my entire life, I don't know, we had like the smallest Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like under five people, or well, five people exactly. So yeah. like. Kind of crazy. I got to season the turkey for the first time. My family finally Ooh. entrusted that to me. What do you use? So here's the thing, right? So I okay. woke up early Thursday morning because like, I had gotten there to. Wednesday night and didn't know the turkey situation. Mm-hmm. And I went to season it. It was like 6 a.m. Yep. Like, people are already up in my house. It's fine. So yep. I pulled out the thing. I started getting ready. You know, take the neck out. Take the, the giblets out. Mm-hmm. Put those aside. And I go to grab like spices out of our spice cabinet at my parents' house. And my mom hands me the – like. The one thing that always makes me think of Thanksgiving when it's not Thanksgiving is... Oh, let seen... me guess. Let me guess. Um, pink Starburst. Yes, 100%. Ah, nice. Oh, man. Um, Good. It's like that Bell's turkey seasoning. It comes in a yellow box. I don't know if it even still comes in a yellow box, but... I don't know. I don't... I don't... I know not of it. Okay. Hopefully some listeners do, but she hands me one of those. And so I'm looking at the packaging and trying to figure out, like, if it's, like, even reasonably fresh to use. And it's, like... It's literally like everything you need. Is that like turkey? No, sorry, yep. not turkey. Is that sage? You know, thyme. Oh, it has turkey. You seasoned the turkey with turkey. You know, I try to keep it fresh. Um, and I find a label on it, like a price tag from a, a supermarket that used to exist in Waltham. Yep. Probably about like over 10 years ago. Oh, that's, that's aged then. That's, yeah, super aged. So I immediately put that aside. And I was, mm-hmm. I was, you know, why are you using it? You should just use that. And I was like, there's no way. So then she hands me another one from the cabinet. <laughs> same, same packaging. Yeah. This time without a date on it. And I was like, Oh, oh I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. I'm not touching it. Like if you had given me one with like fresh, fresh cellophane, maybe, maybe I'd consider you, using it, but you no. didn't compare them. You, I would have compared them. No, I've been to both. The packaging doesn't change on that. Yeah, that's true. So I do a, a nice lemon herb turkey. I have a bunch of okay. like rosemary thyme out of the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had some lemon, so I chopped up a lemon and an orange, put that inside. It was uh-huh. very good. I was very happy That's with it. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, I didn't do any cooking. I just ate. Hey, that's part of, like That's usually my favorite part, honestly. Yeah. I, will... I, I like uh, putting on a nice sweater. That's my favorite part. And the beginning of beanie season, I say, is Thanksgiving. Really? Okay. That's kind of yeah. late, no? Ah, no. I wore a beanie to Thanksgiving. That's my justification. 
So another fun thing that happened. So given the fact that we have like we're like you know everyone's doing their own Thanksgivings this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because we can do it. My mom was still going to send over like a sweet potato casserole to my aunt's house because oh, they were having a separate one. Yep. So around like ten thirty in the morning, I hear like the fridge slam, and like someone hit it really hard, and like three seconds later, I just hear an absolute shattering of a casserole dish. <sighs> and so she was like, "I'm gonna fucking lose it." So I was like trying to figure out how to do this. She pulls out like she she's been using they've been using Instacart at their house for a long time. She pulls out like yep. either white yams or turnips. We couldn't figure it out in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I spent the first or like the pre hour and a half to my Thanksgiving driving around for grocery stores that were open. Yep. Um, I hit six. I think I hit six before I, we found one that was open. And it was yep. like which one? Uh, Wilson Farms in Lexington was open. Very nice. They're only Shout open out to o'clock. Wilson Farms. I know it was amazing. There was very little lines. It was me and a bunch of like older men looking types with lists. And I was like, I'm in the right place then. Cause I too have a mistake. I have to fix this morning. Yep. And yeah. So I, it was very much like a, it was a felt like a very spy movie esque. I was driving around with like my phone and I had like my little headset going or my AirPods. And my sisters were just like yelling supermarkets at me to go find the, like try star market over here. And I was like, okay, we're going over there. And then finally, it took like the it was literally like a call, and it was like go to Wilson Farms. They're open till one. And I was like, got it, going, yep. as fast as possible. That's but, bad. You know, it's the, that's the thing. During a pandemic, you know, what? I yeah. thought it was going to be event- like after after that from two o'clock on. Once we sat down to eat, it was very very like very very quiet. Yep, I took a nap. I love Thanksgiving naps. That's my favorite. I think honestly, out of all of it, is like you eat, and then between like eating and like maybe nuts and coffee you like take a nap for a nice like 30 40 minutes i never take the nap i usually will like sleep in and then if anything it's i take a nap at like eight o'clock at night and then i wake up at 11 i'm like all right i'll do like three hours of watching a movie and then go back to bed that's not a bad way to do i mean then you can have second things like second dinner oh exactly i that that's when i bust open uh like the leftover desserts and, and dip my toes in. I have a leftover pecan pie in my fridge. I also made it. I don't know how it ended up back with me, but I'm very happy about mm. it. I got uh, apple crumble. Ooh. I got um, pumpkin cheesecake. Interesting. I got yeah. I got. Um, it's not really a dessert, but it's Brussels sprouts with pomegranate seeds. So that's hey, delicious. Why not? Yeah, throw some whipped cream on it. Who knows? Hey man, that might not be uh, cold Brussels sprouts to me after they're cooked. Sometimes not bad. Mm, I got. I need them warm. I'm not the biggest Brussels sprout fan. Okay, I'll, I'll have them, especially if you know they're seasoned. Then of yeah. course I. That's there. There's the flavor naturally. Um, but I need them hot. Like I can't do that. Like I can't munch on that. A carrot, I could have that cold. I could have that hot. Oh, I do no like problem. baby carrots sometimes for like a snack. I do full carrots, uh, full carrots. as meals, uncooked. I respect it. I mean, as long as, are you yeah. peeling them? If you're not peeling them, nope. That, okay, so but I use silverware. I use silverware. I'm I'm polite. I'm glad you're getting like your natural like you know soil nutrients. Yeah, exactly. Well, that and potatoes, plenty of potatoes. Gotta have a potato. Oh yeah, and a little salt and butter, all set. So I did this Thanksgiving. As this is the third thing that happened, I uh, I realized that. Wait, well, hold on. You had three things happen on Thanksgiving. Well, hold wow. on. So let me finish this one. So <laughs> I uh, I have this like I I don't really make desserts in my house. I'm just like yep. I don't I don't bake very much. Just I think it takes a lot of fucking utensils to do it for some mm-hmm. reason. So, like, the pie was the first thing. I was like, fine, I'll do it. So then on Thanksgiving Day, my dad had to go drop, like, was going to visit my grandmother at her assisted living. He was like, oh, like, yes. I, should, I really wish we had apple pie. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we have apples, like, in the kitchen. Like, I'll just make a pie real quick. So right before this, the casserole went to shit, mm-hmm. I was peeling apples. Yep. And so this is the second time in my life that I've had – I've been making an apple dessert and immediately had to leave my house to go do something else. <laughs> the first time was – like. I want to say this was like 2017. I was making a smoked apple crisp and ended up like sliced my hand open and had to go to yep. like the urgent care to get it fixed. And I had to abandon my apples once again, to which no one in my family wanted to take up the apple crumble route that day. Oh, no, so it was lost no. forever. But this you time. Oh, oh. Uh, no, please. You oh, no, I was just saying, but this time I was able to get back. They did burn my first pie crust, which is no fault yep. of their own. I kind of just left it in the oven and ran out of the house to go grocery shopping. Yeah, but it did come out rather well in the second run. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I was going to say, first off, you don't mess with another man's apples. That's just, you know, that's basic. Uh, just kitchen etiquette, right? Culture. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, that those are his apples. How do you like those apples? You're like, you know, hey, you got to do that. But also say, because uh, you're talking about crumble, the best thing about a crumble 
is that if the pie structure doesn't work, it's a crumble. It that's he's like, oh no, it's not. It doesn't look like a pie. Well, it's a crumble. It's yeah, it's supposed to crumble. It's supposed to fall apart. I love it. It's like a yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Well, I guess while we're on the topic of Thanksgiving, it's later in the rundown, yes. but I figure we can talk about it now. Yes. Ranking Thanksgiving leftovers. Um. Well, I kind of had like almost two Thanksgivings, a little light fun. So I have separate uh, ideas, but the first one that comes to my mind is my mother's sweet potato casserole. Okay. Which really is just like a lot of butter and like sweet potato and cinnamon and pecans. So you guys don't do marshmallow? No. We don't eat I've never had a marshmallow was, one. Yeah. You know what's and you know what's a lot of times people will be a baked sweet potato. People will be like, Do you have marshmallows? I'll go, No. Like Were you seven? I, like I'm like, I can understand at uh Thanksgiving. Like that to me, like even though that is kind of ridiculous. It'd be almost like, Hey, are there Doritos on the mashed potatoes? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um but yeah, when I'm at the restaurant, people are like, do you have marshmallows for the sweet potato? I go, no. <laughs> Stop it. You don't, you don't get a drink anymore. <laughs> I just don't understand the point of like the – I guess like maybe I have to try it. I'm sure someone will be like, you got to yep. try it. And then you have to like use a torch to melt the marshmallows and get them browned. I don't have time for that. Pecan, I don't think it's, it's easy. bad at all. No, like, I don't think it's bad. No, I bet it's just like just creamier, if yeah. anything. But I just I just buttering a little cinnamon is all you need. And then the other one, uh, my father made a lobster mac – uh, mashed potato. Ooh. Really good. That sounds delicious. And like the a good amount of lobster. Not too much where it's like, oh, I'm just having lobster with some ma- It was mm, top tier. I think it would be very, very easy to underdo the lobster. Oh, for sure. Because there's such a mass of mashed potatoes mm-hmm. that like, how do you know? I think he made a, it was a big batch for sure. But also I think he had enough like of other like butter, some cream in there. Yep. It was, it was good. I didn't think I'd be having late night cold lobster mac mashed potatoes, but I was like, I'm just, you know, I can just have some right now. But what are you, uh, what are your favorite leftovers? So mine is stuffing. Oh, it's number good. one. Like, so my mom, my grandmother used to make it, my mom does now. It's like a milk cracker stuffing mm-hmm. where literally like if it's cold, you could like kind of slice it like a brownie. Yep. And so I've done that before out of the fridge, just eating it like a trash person, <laughs> like a brownie. It's fine. It's, <laughs> You know, it's got, like, some crumbled, like, breakfast sausage in there, sage. Yep. Mm. All the good things. That's number one for sure. Number, number one. Two, number two, I'd probably go with the sweet potato casserole as well, just because yep. it's, it's got those flavors. Two, also, Thanksgiving is a perfect day for, like, the soft foods. For sure. Sweet potato casserole, stuffing, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Blended uh, up turkey. Had some cream spinach. That was pretty good. I love cream spinach. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a, it's such a steakhouse side. It's very important to me to have it in other places other than steakhouses, though, like at home. It was, I, I saw that in green beans and I was like, oh, I'm going cream spinach all day. Are you going to do both? I'm not a big green bean guy. I'll do peas. Okay. I think it's just really? like, yeah, I think it's just the pod. And even though the pod probably has like the most nutrients in it, it's probably the best for you. It's just like, I don't want, I don't want the pod. Like, I'll, I'll do peas all day, but it's just like green beans, eh. See, I'm more on the green bean side because I think you can like, you can get more flavor on them than peas. Because peas, there's no surface area to, to attach to. For sure. I'll but, do peas in other things. I was going to say, though, I was just thinking most of my peas are, like, in a chicken pot pie. Or, like, in a pasta. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or another chicken pot pie. We made turkey pot pie Thursday Ooh, night. Ooh. I bet it's very similar, but that... Mm. Yeah. So here's the thing. I've been thinking about this since Thanksgiving. Yep. I might actually, now that I've like, I might buy a turkey breast one, once or twice a month. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll have turkey a little bit more often. I say what? this now, but ask me in six months. Like, I haven't had turkey since then, dude. If anything, you should do a ground turkey like burgers. Yeah, but I've, see, the thing is, I think ground turkey gets a bad rap. I don't think, it, well, I've, had pl- I've had a lot of turkey burgers. They're great. Really? Yeah. Interesting. All right. I'll add to my list. I've also had some uh, like veggie burgers lately. Also great. Have you had the Impossible Meat yet? I haven't had it at like Burger King yet, but I had a, I've had a couple of different restaurants lately. Okay, and I was just like, these are good. They definitely they taste it tastes like meat in a way, but it's like this is a very specific meat. Like if that, it's almost like in a way like how bologna, like bologna is bologna, like it's not anything else. Yeah. So like if you have it, you go like this is bologna. It's something like that where you go, yo, no, this is definitely probably like an Impossible Burger. Like yeah. It's got like a, a twang to it. Got it. Okay. But still enjoyable. Not, not to discredit it at all. I was like, I could easily have tons of those. Me, so I've had the burger, I think, like once out. And then I've had the sausages at home. Yep. 
Both very good. Mm-hmm. Nothing to not write home about. Yeah. I also have a lot of time, like, it's not really fake meat, but it's more like I'm telling myself it's a different cut of meat when I'm eating it. Like, mm, okay. this 12-ounce filet is delicious, but really it's like just a burger patty that I've heated up. And it's like, mm, I'm doing quite well. This is amazing. Uh, mm, in this ca- Cabernet, oh, is that grape juice? Mm. Grape juice and a splash of vodka. It's the yeah. same thing. No, I did have a bison burger though. this weekend. Ooh, bison's great. Bison, delicious. Yeah. It was interesting. I ordered it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it medium. And he goes, well, we can only do it like a certain way. I was like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, if you can only, like, that's, I don't, I'm not going to argue with you over bison. Like, I just <laughs> simply, I don't know. And two, you probably know better than I do. Uh, I cook bison in my kiln every night. I think I know how I can cook it. I have a camp stove in the car. I'll just bring that over. Um, I use a lot of candles to heat my meat. So I think I know how I want it uh, prepared. Thank you. That just reminds me of all those videos you see on like TikTok or like Instagram where it's like someone doing a tiny kitchen and they have like a, a tea light and they're making like the tiniest egg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy bake oven for you. It's true. It's true. So we're on the list to talk about food right now. Did you watch the TikTok I sent you? Uh, the, which one? You sent me uh, the... You sent me the one that was like the dads at Disney. I watched that one. What was, I'm looking it up now. Oh, it was a hot dog from Brazil. Oh, really shame. <laughs> I realize I can't watch a video while we're recording. Um, so I, the hot dog uh, TikTok, that's what we want to talk about. Yes. I don't recall. What was the hot dog TikTok video? Because I saw the one, the no, dad's all... at Disney. I remember watching that one. Yeah, I can explain it. So there's this hot dog in Brazil that they serve like, it's got four kinds of cheeses yep. on it. And mashed potatoes. My real question, though, is they do in the beginning of the video, he gets, you know, two hot dogs off the flat top, but then he grabs one bun and puts two hot dogs in the same bun, which I know you're not a fan of. Not really, but now you're saying, are the, so the mashed potatoes are on top. So he opens the, uh, he opens the roll, drops two hot dogs inside by side. Then then I think he adds a a sauce or Mm -hmm. two. From a like a side side yep. fridge, smear of mashed potatoes, like relatively thick. So then imagine that it's now a, a pyramid. Yep. The bottom of the roll is the top yep. of the pyramid. Between the it's just I'm top hip to the potatoes. Gruber slicing. Okay. So then he takes he gets some cheese in mm-hmm. there, stuffs it on top, back on the flat top for either side. Okay. Get some cheese going on the side of the griddle, flips the hot dog on top of that to get the cheese on top of the mashed potatoes, flips it back over. Like three sp- spreadable cheeses and then a Brazilian cream cheese on top. Are you? Is this still handheld or is this um, on a plate? It looks it, like it could be handheld. Mm-hmm. It would be fucking messy. That's for damn sure. If this is if you serve it to me on a plate, I'm down with the two hot dogs. If you hand it to me like I'm supposed to eat it, uh, no. Like, a, like a, you're not gonna eat a double barrel I'm hot not... dog. This is, this is a common topic on our show. Of now. course. But for no, that's if you try to hand me that, I'll go, that's way too much. No, but if you put it on a plate, I'd, I'd sit down, I'd have that, I'd be like, yeah, this is great. So that's the thing to me, it was like, all right, like this doesn't look terrible. No. Granted, like the amount of cheeses threw me off immediately. And then when the guy was like, oh, it's a Brazilian cream cheese on the Ooh. side too, I was like, there's no way because like it's just gastrointestinal distress. Oh, I know, I wouldn't be breathing much longer once I finish. But, yeah, ugh. I was waiting for him to roll it in bacon or yep. something, like just to add a layer of like cholesterol to it it was interesting I, th- I thought it deserved mention i try to avoid adding more meat to my hot dogs yeah i can understand i that. feel mostly because it's like you know what this is enough and i i yeah <laughs> yeah we talk too much about hot dogs but tune in next week we when do. we have uh, the owner of uh, ballpark franks come in to sit down and talk to us about hot dogs yeah frank ballpark <laughs> hi there good evening Yes, my family owns the ballpark. Yeah. So do you have a beverage this week? I have a beverage. You do. I don't have a beverage this week. I, uh, I just got him back, so I'm just having some water, hydrating after a, a decent day. But you have a, Delicious. a margarita? I do have a, I have a mezcal margarita. Ooh. Is that so festive yes. for December? Not oh. really, honestly. I thought I was doing a hot toddy, but I didn't have the time. Yeah. Or the cinnamon. You need the cinnamon. It's a cinnamon stick. I don't have. Do you put a, you put honey in there too, for your hot toddy. I've never made one, so I just like I saw a recipe. I was like, I could try to do this, and then dinner got away from me, yep. and I started cleaning. 
And now we're here. We're having so, a margarita. What margarita are you having? A mezcal and margarita. And what is that? So you take mezcal, which is like really smoky, um, like similar product to tequila. Yep. And then lime juice, Cointreau, some simple syrup. Very yeah. nice. You doing I, any salt? No salt, mainly because I didn't want to rim the glass. But do you normally do salt? If I'm out at a Mexican restaurant or any restaurant I'm wearing margarita, yes. I never do salt. Really? Yeah. Do you think it impedes the progress of the beverage or not? Nah, because it's usually it's usually more so that I'm like one salt sip of like all right, but that's all I want. I don't want a lot of it, so I'm just like nah, I'm good. And I don't want to be like, uh, can you just like rim a little, like just like enough for one sip? No, I'm not gonna do that. I do think the salt's there, and I think it's like a, a thing. But whoever started it really would just want people to drink more of their yes. drink to get rid of the saltiness. Exactly. Because we're at a restaurant like that. I'm just assuming this is like a Mexican restaurant. Um, salt in the rim, salt in the chips. Like at a certain point before my mm-hmm. food even gets there, I'm gonna be two margaritas in, and then it's all yep. over for me. Oh, what's that? You have long pour margaritas? Yeah, I'll do two of those. Bring the bottle. Just bring the bottle and the, and the stuff. I'll do it yeah. over here. I can make it. I don't. Oh, Table side margaritas would be a great thing. Yeah. Eh. No. As the... well, I mean, if you had to do it for the whole table, they could make four at once. I wouldn't want to actually make it at the table, but like if you were to, like if I could do pictures of margaritas for people, I would do that for sure. Like that would okay. that wouldn't be a problem. But I would never want to have to try and make drinks at a table, just because I Got one it. you'd have plenty of times people be like, "No, keep pouring," <laughs> and I don't want to listen to that a thousand times a night. But then other sense. times I've had like I've had people before like say pour the drink in front of me, and then when I stop because of what the regulation and what I'm supposed to be pouring, they're like. No, no, that's yep. not enough. And it's like, no, it is. And like having to prove to someone like this is exactly an ounce and a half. Like that would be a nightmare. This is and it. to do like a big like, hey, can you make us a picture? I'd be like, oh, you guys aren't going to believe any of these numbers right now. And especially because <laughs> like if it's a corporate restaurant, most of it will be like a good chunk will be like, okay. And then you add this juice and this and like, oh, some, like, oh, like razzmatazz, which like, yep. has, yes, alcohol in it, but it's like not as much. But it's like, people are like, well, hey, hey, we're paying $85 for a picture of margaritas. I would do that though. I would, for myself, absolutely. And I, yeah, it makes sense to me. I understand. But we used to have a table side steak sauce in my work that we had to make. Interesting. It was, I liked it. It was good. But the funniest thing was, so like it had a hot skillet in it that you would pour the steak sauce over to heat it. And you'd always be like, you know, just be careful. Like the skillet is very hot. Like it's just was in like the, essentially the char grill. We'd like leave them heating there to keep them hot. So be like, be careful. Yep. And when you would pour the steak sauce over, it was supposed to sizzle. And like, oh, this is great. Every once in a while, like you'd be like given the steak sauce thing, you'd, like go sit up at the table. And you'd be like, "Oh, be careful, this is hot," and you'd pour it in. They didn't give you a hot disc, so it'd be like, "That sucks." Like, uh, it's hot, and you're like, "Yeah, you didn't hear it sizzle." Oh man, okay, well I gotta go back and get in the, your steak, and you just like walk away because like I can't. Oh my god, <laughs> just running away. So it was still very good. Sorry. It was like a season with like thyme, like orange peels, like a very nice uh, like steak sauce you'd make at the table. Sounds yeah, <laughs> when it sizzled, they'd be like, huh? You go, uh. Yeah. So we don't have a trailer of the week this week. I'm also seeing a dearth of trailers lately. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I haven't seen many trailers. The only thing I kind of looked right before this, I found one trailer that I've enjoyed, but even then I was like, oh yeah, I watched this because it's so weird. Anything I feel like I've seen a trailer for or like in production, I go, what even, like, what, what is a movie these days? Like, <laughs> It's difficult. Yeah. I think like that's the hard part too. Is like, what 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 can you do? Right, I feel like we're at that point in the cycle where it's been nine months mm-hmm. since uh since the the pandemic started. Like movies are supposed to be like out of editing by now and yeah. stuff. Actually, we don't have it on the rundown, but I it was announced Wonder Woman will be on HBO Max on Christmas Day and select theaters. Yes, I did see which that. I was like, okay, they're kind of H- WB is probably like. We can just do it. Like, who cares? Like, put it out. People want to watch it. We'll get definitely either people to sign up or plenty of views on it. And it'll be in some theaters. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know if it's how Disney did, like, Mulan, but it was, like, a premium, so you had to still pay for it, if HBO Max is doing that. I think it's Which, free. that's, if they're doing that even more so, it's like, okay, wow, that's them being like, make a move, Disney. Like, what do you want to do? Well, I think it's also because Disney hasn't said anything about Black Panther in a while. So or not Black, Black Panther, Widow. Sorry, it's on the rundown. Uh, Black yeah. Widow. So it's like, yeah, you're right. They're they are kind of playing chicken in that regard. Yeah. 
because I'll probably after everything on Christmas, I'll probably sit down and watch Wonder Woman. I like to close my night out. Yeah. yeah. So we do have Black Panther on the we rundown. Do. Chadwick Boseman's birthday was this past mm-hmm. week. Um, Disney and the team of Marvel decided to ch- change the Black Panther one opening to reflect Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther as the character in honor of his birthday after he passed earlier this year. Did you watch? The I opening? did. It's it's very nice. It's very similar to how uh, Captain Marvel has a Stan Lee because that was after his passing. Like has yep. very similar thing. It was very nice. And then it's just it kind of it was one of those where it's just like ooh oh yeah ooh again like it's. Still crazy that he. It, it is absolutely yeah. wild. Because then you also have we have on the rundown, Black Panther two is going to start filming in the summer, which it. I have no idea what they're going to do, and I. No, I, I don't think I'm not does. envious of anyone that has to try and be like, okay, like, how do we? Not the best rate, but like, how do we work around this? Like, what do we? Yeah, it's just. I hope the movie is uh, just. Yeah. Someone waiting at the DMV. It's just two hours of them being like, oh, can't wait to get home and hang out. But I got to go. It's two, week, two hours of Scott, um, Paul Rudd sitting at the movie, at uh, the DMV. Waiting. He's like, I got to meet Black Panther. He said, I got to have my ID ready. And I need, oh, man. That would be great. I could, I'd watch, I'd watch a 30 minute video of just Paul Rudd, like waiting in line as Scott Lang, be like, yeah. And everyone's like, don't you know Captain America? Like, can't he just like, Fast track it for you? Uh, no, he doesn't take calls like that. I just just try to do it myself yeah. these days, you know, man. Oh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to bother him. And meanwhile, it's like Thor flying by. It's like, should you be helping him? Nah, I'm in line. Just hanging out here. Gotta get this done. But at least things are starting production. Jeremy Runner's starting his Hawkeye production now. Yep. Um, Wandavision's is wrapped, and they're at least. I think that what's the release date on that? That has a, a date, but that's at least. I'm excited for that. But yeah, we're still in this weird nexus of things. The anything I keep seeing on like on demand, it's like new releases of this week, and I'm like, what? Is, what even is this? Yep. And it's like released this month. And you're like, what? Right? I don't even remember this. John Malkovich and The Rock. What? <laughs> in my dinner with is, The Rock. Yeah. Did you actually wait? Hold up. Did you see back to Thanksgiving? Did you see the rock balloon? No. The, oh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. There was a rock balloon. I yes. did not As, like, see it. The vintage picture of him with the black turtleneck and the uh, they have the fanny pack. No. Yes. Ah, oh, come on. I'm looking it up right now. But I did not see. I didn't watch the parade. Oh man, are you kidding me? He's moving up in the world. He's got his. I, I'm looking at it now. Wow. Right. What a time to be alive. The parade was rather boring and bland this year. I'll yeah, because be I was going to say, there's no one in the streets. Exactly. Yeah. And also, and I will admit, like, it's more, if anything, now, like, or just a tradition. But parades, like, aren't, like, at a, there's a time in life where a parade was like, you go into the parade? Of course, it's going to be the coolest thing around. But now we have, like... It's the parade. Yeah. But now, of course, we have like the internet in our pockets. So, a par- so oh, I'm anti parade. You're okay. <laughs> would you march against parades? No, because that would be a parade. Good. I'm glad you uh, you knew that. We suffer in silence. Us parade parade dislikers. <laughs> like the only parade I think I'd I've annually gone to or have been like I'd go to it is the St. Patrick's Day parade. But that's just because they're like, hey, let's all just drink out in public for a day while cops walk by us and they can't they don't do anything about it. Like I, I've been to you know, like we've been to Pat's like parades together. Like yeah. I've been to Red Sox parades. I still don't like them. I just I think it's like other parades. Like the Thanksgiving Day parades, like it's a great tradition, but at some point it was going to fall out of favor with the people. At some point, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. I feel one day where it's like it's done on Saturday, and then we just watch yeah. like okay, and here's when this per- like, but yeah, it's just. Because you know, once again, it's just like, do you want to watch balloons? And also, helium's super expensive, so it's one of those where it's like, we're putting a lot of money into balloons for a day. <laughs> well, like, we have a helium sort shortage, yeah. don't we? So, why are we doing this? Because we do need to see the rock as a balloon. Though, if I was to say, if there were people on the streets, there would definitely be chunks of people who go, what even, what is this? 
What is this balloon? Who? What is just some dude waving at us with a fanny pack? What is this? Why are we they wouldn't this? inherently go? That's the Rock from when he was young. But I think that's also like a cultural thing. Yeah. Like I think that that pulls in like us. Just even look at it. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, in a traditional Thanksgiving, like if you're at like a big party with like little other kids and stuff, like the parade's on. Like you're watching the parade in the morning. Like not much will pull me into the parade at this point. Like I don't need to see a TikTok song sung live. No, I by, uh, like a one hit like band. No, I usually have um something intense like The Godfather Two playing in the morning if there's children around. I want them to like catch on quickly. Okay. Yeah. I really just prefer the dog show. I'll be yep. Uh, dog show is great. That's always fun. It's important. I think mm-hmm. they add new dog breeds every year. What more could you want? Hey, what do you mean they add new dog breeds? Like the like the the, the I don't think it's the ASPCA, but it's like the AKC VH1. Whoever does the dog show, like they like at certain points they like. More breeds become certified to participate in the dog oh, show. Oh, okay. I think you meant like they create new breeds like every. No, it's like this is a German Chihuahua. She's like, oh my god, what like, did you do? This year there was three new breeds. Mm-hmm. So it was the Belgian. I'm gonna have to sound like Lacanau. No, I think you said Lacanos. it right. Lacanau in the herding group, the Barbet in the sporting group, and the Dogo Argentino in the working group. And that just means Argent- Argentinian dog, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, Argentinian dog. Do you think people in the in the dog community are upset about that? They're like, uh, that's just dogs from Argentina? What? That's not a breed. No, I think, I think it's like these are very specific dogs. I just, I'm not well-versed enough in understanding. The breeds of dogs? Not even the breeds, but how, how like, they're just like, hey, this dog, what kind of dog is it? And it's like, oh, that dog exists here. Let's give it a name. That's true. If you guys see, like, I would, I would think you need to see like eight of that dog to be like, okay, you're a type of dog now. You think it's just eight? I feel like they're got. I think they're like, I, okay, we have like two hundred of these things. How do we I do don't it? No, if anything, I would just want to be able to see eight at once. If I saw like, I would need to see eight and be like, okay, I can consider this a a breed of dog. It's not just a bunch of dogs. Okay. I would definitely want to see, yeah, for sure, more of like if you're like, here's a kennel of a hundred of these. It's like, okay, this is definitely a breed now. But like, if I if you show me two, I go, no, those are just two dogs that look very close, similar. Those aren't. That's not a breed. Are, are you gonna break down? It's, it's like mus- muscular structure and everything. So I think that's how they do it. No, it's kind of it's just following my gut the same way with like a double hot dog barrel. Where I'm just like, no, nah, that ain't a, no, not doing that. This ain't it, Chief. This definitely this ain't, ain't it. it. And, the, and those ain't a, a dog breed yet. That's just two dogs that look alike. Oh, there's seven of them? Right. Okay, that's a breed. Do you have a car full of them? All right, that's, we'll name that. Give me two the minutes. Two hot dogs are on a plate? Okay, it's a meal now. I'll eat it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And so, coming up in nine days is the Cyberpunk 2077 release. That's true. So... Did you? There was a, a leak recently in the past yes. couple of weeks. Did you watch it? No, anything I've I've okay. not watched anything that's like truly a leak or spoiler. I've watched a few things that are just like here's kind of ideas of what the game is more or so like to give you a better uh, understanding going into it. Other than that, I've avoided yep. pretty much all story and uh, spoiler territory stuff. Got it. I have as yes. well, but I have this to the run. I think it's like. The game comes out in just over a week, and we've been people have been waiting this game for what is it over four years? I think now? Eight the original years? trailer I think was like eight years ago. I saw a thing on uh, Reddit today. Someone had posted they pre-ordered the game two years ago, and like they just got the notification from Amazon being like, "Hey, like your delivery's out. Like it's gonna be coming soon." And he was just like, "That's been two years. Like it's here we are." <laughs> it's yeah, crazy, and they can't back down now. It's definitely now crazy. it's like superficial. It was funny, like because they pushed it back twenty-one days or something. There are tons of ads around like the country of people being like cyberpunk out now. And it's like, nope, not yet. Negative. No. I'm excited. I mean, I don't play games like this very often, but you, you have to. I'm going, especially because I was reading articles. Uh, developers of the game have put in 170 hours and still haven't finished the game. It's like, this is just something that even if you don't want to like invest all of your time into, it can be something that you can just now have. And it's like, there will always be something in there for me to do. Yeah, but you have a PS5. I still do not. 
I, I was able to secure one. I'm surprised we made it this far into the show without talking about it. Thank you. I'll take your seating applause. I appreciate so, it. So I got some questions for you. Yes. Uh, how does it fit into your uh, system? It's, it's known to be very large, a little obtrusive, possibly. How does it fit amongst your setup? It is yes. big. It is like, I don't want to say three quarters ahead of my TV, but like five eighths yep. for sure. It, it's a monolith. Mm-hmm. And I had to put it on a different side of my TV than I yep. was thinking just because of the size yes. constraint. But hey. How's the noise level? Quiet. I haven't heard it once. How is the speed of the games and things loading? So I've been like, not a stick. I've been just keeping track of it for my own, like, just because I read the reviews. Yep. I'm like, I wonder how fast it is. So I played, um, I've only actually played two, like, native PS5 yep. games so far. Astro's mm-hmm. Playroom, which I do want to talk yes. about in a minute. And then I just, I just downloaded Worms, the new Worms yep. game that came out today. Because it was PSN Plus yep. for free. Both. Oh, and I have Bug Snacks. Yes. Because, you know, why of course. not? Both. So the first time you load a game, it takes a yep. little bit. I would, not, not longer than a PS4 or anything, but probably like 30 I would, seconds. I would understand that. And then the second time I loaded like Bug Snacks, it was like under 11 Woo! seconds. From like clicking on it, splash screen, to like back Woo! in the game. It's quick. It's very quick. Very nice. Very nice. Um, do you believe, this kind of uh, backtracking a little bit, but do you believe now that with it being so large of a system, do you think you'll have to be getting a new system not new system but a new like setup for your tv and all that or do you think you'll just deal with how it is for now no i think it's i think it's fine mm-hmm. where it's at actually i think it i literally just put it where my router yep. used to be and put my router behind my tv um uh, i did oops, have a, sorry vertical or uh, sideways no go ahead okay vertical. i was gonna say i feel like it, it doesn't look the right to be sideways i feel like it is a vertical console i don't have the space for it to be horizontal yeah. that's the one if i want to go horizontal i either have to put little like jacks under my tv mm-hmm. Or get a new console. I feel, this is me though, all the PlayStations I feel have always, like, they've been like, you can do it like uh, vertical or horizontal. I've always been like, no, they look like they go horizontal. This one to me is like, nah, if I put it horizontal, it's just like, eh, nah. So it comes with like a very, not complicated, but a very nicely designed stand that supports the vertical. Because like usually, maybe the PS2 and the PS2 Slim, like you could get a stand. But like this like comes with a stand right out of the box that you like, there's a screw you put into the bottom and like screw it in. And then it's like stabler. I mean, it's stable. I put it up without the stand. It's not going anywhere. The thing is fucking hefty. For sure. I the only thing I heard about people not using the stands was technically there's still airflow in the bottom, which does help with the vents. But like more so, people are saying it is depending on the surface you're putting it on. It can easily just be like moved, like so it could shift easily. People were saying like still use the stand. It's for safety. Which I'll, when I get it, I'll probably still be like yes, stand. I'll probably yep. get two stands to make sure. Two yeah, stands. one on both sides. That way it's like, okay, good, it can't. It's all set. You're going to bolt mine to the wall. <laughs> you know what? That wouldn't be, like, the worst idea. Except hiding the, cor- like, the cords. That probably, that's... Yeah. Uh, but honestly, everything's yes. been great so far. Oh, so we, and also, like, probably uh, Astro's Playground, you said the name is the name of the game? Astro's Playground, Playroom. Oh, my apologies. That's the game that came with every PlayStation 5. Yeah, like you, you boot it up and immediately it's like, do you want to download this thing? And I'm like, I was like, yeah. Because yeah. I, I heard, all I had known about it was that it was going to be like, this is how the controller I was going to say, it's pretty much, in a way, a tech demo for the controller. Though it's still a competent yep. game. How is the controller? That's what everyone's been talking about. So, the, so it's amazing. Yes. So the controller, like, it's, like I, don't, like, I don't know how else to describe it except for the fact that the speaker and it's very yep. clear. The microphone is great because you can actually party chat uh-huh. with it. The like buttons are great. The touchpads, I think, is a little bit more sensitive than the PS4. In a bad way? So it's a little bit bigger. No, okay. in a good Just, way. Mm-hmm. Um, the triggers are absolutely the best yes, part. Yes, the adaptive triggers. It is the most mind-trippy thing to be doing using them for some mm-hmm. games because like you legitimately get the force feedback that I've always wanted from a controller yeah. trigger. Just because it's... I was playing Worms this evening, like right after um, after work, and there's one gun. You're like pulling it back and pulling it back, and you're like, "When is this gonna go?" And then finally it clicks, and I was like, "Okay, that took like one, like it's great that it took so long, but two, like you feel yep. it." So that's what I'll say about Astro's Playroom. It's like the game is basically like a platformer. Mm-hmm. You jump around, you hop to different things. 
but you also at the same time like it's a fun game it's just like it's like honestly like a 3d mario mm-hmm. game you jump you hop but every like every world or whatever it is every room has like a different thing you have to use a controller yep. for so one of them you're in a little rocket ship and you use the triggers for like the thrust left mm-hmm. and right but other ones you you have to, you're like on a spring and you bounce and you have to you still have to use kind of a six axis like left and right mm-hmm. movement of the controller like twisting it to move how you uh how your spring lands and then for one of them you use a touchpad completely where you like get in a little ball and you use a touchpad to push the guy along to roll yep. him through it's incredibly done very nice it sounds very interesting i heard somewhere that like you can feel the difference between walking on ice and walking on sand in the game stuff like that yes that's like i bet that's tough yeah. to describe but like huh. you just so the thing is though it's it's kind of all tied in with like with it being immersive mm-hmm. you roll it you, you like start moving and like you feel it in the haptic feedback in the yep. controller like the sticks don't have any change yep. i feel like it's like the next generation the sticks will have mm-hmm. feedback but you're moving and like you know the controllers like the speakers coming at you with like wind noise okay. and you gotta like try to walk straight through like a, a wind tunnel it, i do yeah. that every day though i mean who does? I, my hallway I, to save money i my hallway is a wind tunnel it generates power for the entire building yeah. that's good yeah you know it's yeah important. and i don't have to blow dry my hair so that's pretty good it's a pretty cool thing that Basically, the entire point of the game is that you collect artifacts of, like, other PlayStation uh, systems. So you collect, like, the, you know, the PSI camera and, like, the PSP GPS mm-hmm. plug-in as you're going out throughout the thing. And then at some point, you're going to be, like, introduced to the PS5. I've got a tiny, uh, maybe, Easter egg for the game that maybe you have or have not noticed. Um, when it rains in the game, the rain drops when they splash. They look like the button symbols for the game. Uh, X square circle and triangle. I have not noticed. Uh, that. Keep an eye out for that next time you play, and you'll 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 notice that. I will say one other thing with the controller. Speaking of yes. the buttons, the stipling on the back of the controller, like the grip. Mm-hmm. If you look really really close, it is like X square circle Very triangle nice. in like a random pattern. I hope you Quite didn't nice. check all over it to make sure it's not a pattern, like a consistent. No, no. oh, I didn't have the time. Someone will. Someone will be like, "This is the pattern. This is how it repeats. This is the code." <laughs> Yeah, I spent about a weekend. Yeah, so there you go. But, but yeah, I think the next game I'll get is pr- actually probably Cyberpunk. Yep. I might do Spider-Man mm-hmm. just because I, I really want to play it. It looks really good. Very nice. I am very jealous. I'm still trying don't, for hey, you whenever you don't I have about to, them. I'm actually, when we finish recording, because I was going to go grab some food, I was probably going to go swing by Walmart and be like, hey, you guys got any PlayStation 5s? Hey. Hey, what's going? Hey guys, what's up? Hey man, oh, crazy weather, right? Are you guys any PlayStation Fives over here? Okay, never mind. So the one thing I'll say is, I got mine from yep. Walmart, which was this great experience where like I had to do like a store yep. pickup. So, so that's like, what I want to do. By afternoon, the way. Like, I want to go to a store and grab it. Well, no. So I ordered it through yep. my phone, and then it was like, all right, your order's ready. Like, come to this Walmart and pick it up. And I was like, okay. So we pull into the spot, right? And they come check. Like, they're like, all right, is this your order? I'm like, yep, this is it. So, all right, we'll be back in a minute. So it's, it's Sunday afternoon, or Sunday night, yep. really, in a crowded Walmart parking lot. And all of a sudden, I'm with, I'm with Erica, and they tap on her window. They talk to me in my window, but they go to her window, tap on it, and they go, all right, here you go. Like, be quick about it, and just shove this massive box through her window. And she's like, okay, <laughs> what the, f-? like, this is fine. And I'm like, who, like, I get, like it's like you know curbside or whatever, but it's like who isn't like can I put this in the back seat for yeah. you? Like, let I me mean, just shove this hot, like hotly needed item through a window and hope for the best. Um, question uh, back on the PS5. Uh, how long did it take yes. you to like set up and be able to start playing games? So I had an issue with my yep. stand. I think it was like a manufacturing defect with the wherever it screws in. Uh, it probably took me if you take that time I, out. It took me like I was say, I was looking more for like the technical, like from booting up, like to get started. Honestly, really yeah. quick. Um, plug in everything, like, get yeah. it going. It walks you through like Wi-Fi or like your mm. Ethernet. Which one you go with? Uh, oh, Ethernet, because nice. it's right nice. next to my router. Um, and then it basically just walks you through that, and then has you like log in for with your PlayStation yep. account. But if you have the new version of the app, which I recommend getting. You can do like a sign in on PS5 feature where it like you use a QR code yep. to sign in. 
Uh, yeah, I think I was up and running it within 10 minutes. Very nice. Good, good. Good, excellent, excellent. Yes, good. Yes, notes. I am. Did you get the headset? I did not. All right. And it doesn't come with yeah, one either. I, that's, well, that's how they make the money. The money's in the headsets. The consoles, nobody cares about it. It's the headsets. I know. So I have to... Uh, I'm using my old PS4 headset so, right now. Uh, that's what I was actually curious, if the plug-in at least was still the same. So that's good. Yeah, it's still a headphone jack. It's not some st- stupid thunder cable or lightning cable. No, but it is a USB-C to charge it. Okay. What Does uh, it come with a charge, like a charging port? Or yep, comes with a charger. Okay, and a port. perfect. <laughs> As if I'm about to buy this off of you. Well, actually, you know what's funny? I had a table the other night. They were talking all that, and they go, "Hey, we know you've had it rough." And they were talking about like, "Oh, like working in a restaurant during all of this." But I jokingly go, yep. "Oh, you know my PlayStation's broke." And the mom goes, <laughs> "Oh, you want to? You're looking for a PlayStation? Oh, we have one. We could sell it to you." Which part of me was like, oh, wow, they didn't seem like scalpers. Like, they didn't seem the type. Yep. But then I'm like, wait, are you, like, are you being serious? She goes, yeah, we could sell it to you. And I'm like, oh, like, okay, like, how much? And then the son goes, mom, that's a PS4. I don't think he wants it. And I was like, you are correct. I thought it was a PS5. And she goes, oh, no, we don't have that. And I go, oh. I mean, for low money, a PS4 right now is not bad. Oh, no, deal. not at all. How, and what are uh, PS5s running for now? Like 1600 bucks. Because people um, aren't buying. That's the best thing. Is people are like, no, we're not going to spend that. That's the, like that's the good thing, yes. though. I feel like people like it's finally standing up. Like I don't know. You see that in so much of other things, like sneakers and yep. stuff. Like I don't want people like I don't know if even even if like I was thinking about like if I sold the one I got, like what am I going to do? Sell it like for cost plus tax and maybe twenty bucks. To, yeah. Like like I don't want to be like you don't want to be terrible at these things. Everyone's going to have one in six months. That's for sure. Everyone. And there's not, honestly, there's not that many, like, brand new games out for the PS5 specifically right now. Like, Cyberpunk's coming out for PS4, but you can play it on the PS5. And if you buy it, uh, CD Projekt Red, when they make, when they finalize the PS5 version, you'll get one for free. Exactly. Because that's how amazing CD Projekt Red is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, we have one more big topic to talk about. Something that you we do. Are, you're very adamant about this. Like I'm so heated. Not even heated. I just yeah. you really wanted to talk about this. So kind of. Well, it's past the anniversary now, but yes. the anniversary of the live action, the Cat in the Hat. That is what you wanted to talk about this week. I did. I do want to talk about it just because there's so many fucking things wrong with this movie. So why? What? Did you just see, like, did you get a notification one day? It's like, it's the anniversary of Cat the Hat coming out. And you were like, I want to talk about it now. I saw a tweet. Uh-huh. It was a tweet that brought what us was, here. Was the tweet just like, Cat the Hat came out 17 <laughs> years ago? Was that it? I honestly think it might have been like an IMDB tweet that, was, that just said that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to deny right. that. Um, yeah, there you is. You watched it like so last many night. Things wrong with you this movie. Fr- I yeah. watched a couple clips of this evening. Just because I was like, okay, like I, I know, I'm not like a, all for the movie, nor am I against it. But I was like, I need a little refresher. It's a movie. It's definitely a movie. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about this? How do you feel? I just want to bring it up in a mm-hmm. sense because, like, I remember seeing this movie. Yes. I remember it vividly. I remember the white DVD case yep. that came in with the cat in the hat and the yep. fish. Um, I had all but forgotten about this movie, frankly. And I think it's important that as a culture, 17 years later, we recognize what it did to the United States. What do you States. think it did to the United States? Well, it destroyed live-action Dr. Seuss movies for the rest of that the time. That is true, though. Here's the thing. When I was watching some of those clips, the entire time I was like, yeah, I think if this was animated, it would work better. Oh, yeah. A thousand re- percent. Simply because, well, first off, the movie, what is the movie rated? It's rated PG. I'm pretty sure it's rated PG. Um, yes, it is. You, Dr. Seuss and the cat, it doesn't really need to be PG. It should be G because he's, it's meant for children to teach them a lesson and something. I think PG though now is like, I even think like, um, Benedict Cumberbatch is the Grinch's PG. Yes, but well, though we could talk about that in a moment. Um, but like when I watching the clip, I was just like, if this was anime, I think it would work better. But because there, like, there is live-action children on 
the screen because there's a okay so here's a there's now you're um there's a scene where they go to a rave which very yep. weird but paris hilton's there and the cat is like attracted to paris hilton he's like oh hello and he like stops what he's doing to like ogle paris hilton that's very weird for a kid's movie about a dr seuss book it's like but i feel if that's animated then it's like okay like you can make the characters look outlandish and also like Bugs Bunny. Not as creepy. Exactly, just not as creepy. Um, yeah, well, you go now. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive in on that one. Um, when he gets into their mm-hmm. house for the first time, when he gets into Sally and Conrad, that's the kids' yep. names, by the way. Um, played by Dakota Fanning and Spencer Breslin. Um, he looks at a picture of their mom in a yep. frame, and all of a sudden, it's like a shit what the fuck a are fold they called? out um it's a fold yeah. out like it's like a penthouse magazine yeah. fold out and then he reacts accordingly with a tail like erection <laughs> there is nothing about this movie like i think you could have swung it if they wanted to swing it and get rid of dr seuss's name it could have been pg-13 easily but who would actually go see a pg-13 uh <laughs> dr seuss you'd be oh, like uh okay well, I mean, here's the thing. So before we even get into like the fucked up plot points mm-hmm. here, um, if we check out what helped happened that same week for movies released in Brother Bear, a Disney yeah. property, animated yep. bears, Elf, great, Elf, a classic, and then Looney Tunes back. Oh, in you know, I, hey. sorry, I actually watched that the other night. Without, really? yeah, it's a great movie. It is Looney Tunes back in action is really good. Uh, it's a great movie. It's it's a better way to do animation and live action mm-hmm, combined for sure. It had Brendan uh-huh. Fraser in it, Steve Martin. Yep, and it had an amazing um, tie-in video. Game. I never played the video game. I played the. I had the GameCube version. It was amazing. <laughs> it's a platformer. That's I was saying, but it it's was not going to be GTA. I mean, it was open, kind of open concept, yeah. but... But back to Cat in the Hat. It had a tough opening weekend. No, it didn't. What are you talking about? Those are all great movies. It beat... It, it, Cat in the Hat beat those oh, movies. it did? It beat... Oh. It ranked first ahead of all three of those oh. movies. Though I was... It grossed $134 million globally. That's nothing today, but a fair amount back then, for sure. I mean, against... Well, hold up. The budget was 109 and had it not opened, if it didn't open worldwide, it wouldn't have made its budget for back. sure. But by like eight yeah. million, the movie is not great. There's definitely parts when I'm watching it that I go, "Yeah, that's okay. That like that's funny. That's," but it just keeps. I think I think the reason why the character of Cat in the Hat actually works in a way. Is well, he doesn't do a cutaway where it's now a, a infomercial. He, yep. Everything kind of stays in the moment. Also, the story stays within the house the entire time, and there isn't really a plot or like backstory of a child being sent to military school. Alec Baldwin trying an overachieving child. Yeah, Alec Baldwin trying to seduce the mom and being very against the the son. Because <sighs> this is post yeah. uh, the Grinch. With Jim Carrey, I think so. The Jim Carrey Grinch was what nineteen ninety eight. No, two thousand one. Two thousand. Okay, I was like, it was not ninety eight. That was great, and I think like a big difference. Jim Carrey, you could get emotions out of his face. Mike Myers yep. in this, it is just a face the entire like one face the entire time. Like you don't really ever see him getting to like ex- emote out of that while. So that's why, like, when I watch it, I'm just like, he just keeps going, like, bah, bah. Yep. <sighs> what have you done to me? Why have you put this upon me? I just, someone else had to know. I will. And oh. the other thing is, is, like, we need to, as a society, retcon, not retcon, examine our past mistakes. And, like, well, this movie isn't an objective mistake. The situation is just ridiculous. And the fact that this made this through is baffling to me. And, like, I don't know in 2020 if it would make it through, which is kind of oh, interesting. Well, if it got, re- I think if it actually, it would probably do better now. Cause you have something like, to me, 
you have like the Eric Andre show, which is just so like, what am I watching? I feel like the cat. This yep. was released now, so I'm gonna be like, what am I watching? But I'm oddly really into this. I also think the humor now might land better for sure because we are a lot a far more cynical these days, and yep. the movie is quite cynical. <laughs> There's here's what I love. Sean Hayes voices the fish, but it's like the voice of the somewhat cynical. I'm like, what are you talking about? The fish was definitely cynical. He wasn't like, oh, um, but yet, and that's true. But Mike Myers didn't want to make this movie. He, no, and Tim Allen was supposed to make exactly, this movie. but I think Tim Allen was like, I'm, you know, I'm Santa Claus. That's enough. I don't need to be cat in the hat. But yeah, Mike Myers didn't want to do this. He he was contract. He was like obligated because of the contract. He also had to do the Love Guru Guru because of this exact same contract, which is like, okay, oh wow, that's terrifying. Yeah, and the Love Guru is bad, very bad. And this is like kind of peak Myers or like nearing his end, like at post Wayne's World. Austin Powers is killing it right now. Yep. And then they're like, you have to be a cat. And he's like, I don't really want to be a cat. And like, you're going to be a cat. He just steered into so many like bad tropes Mm -hmm. and like kind of just took his like, like Austin Powers character, dialed it back three notches and put a kid filter on it. Not even because, well, the kid filter for sure, but I feel like this is even more than Austin Powers because like, Austin, I always feel like, yeah, he's absurd and, like, a little over the top, but he still is a spy, and, like, in a way, that is who his character is. And also, you have more scenes where Austin is, like, showing, like, oh, I'm displaced in time, the love of my life, like, that, like he's working through these things. So that actually, like, well, wow, oh, man, I'm, I'm deep diving in on Austin Powers and his mythos. <laughs> it happens. Does it? I don't know, but this is, I mean, it's just a weird set piece for us right now, considering. For sure. Like, also, Alec Baldwin's character. Yeah. If you break him down, he's like a scumbag who has this facade of being great because he wants to marry, um, what's her face? The mother, Joan. The mom, Joan. Um, and then ends up being just a lazy, unemployed person. Yeah. But what doesn't make sense to me is I feel like every time you see him, either lazy or mm-hmm. not, Alec Baldwin's hair is impeccable. For sure. And it kind of like, I, I guess I understand because it's all the same day. Like, his hair's not going to get that fucked up because yep. he's a slob. Yes. But, like, it just never made sense to me. You know what didn't make sense to me? So, when we first meet him, he looks very, like, posh and, like, well put together. When he goes home, yep. he, like, takes his nice clothes off and he gets in, like, the sweats. But he also takes off, like, a girdle that holds in his gut. <laughs> but here's the thing that always bothered me when watching it and just seeing these clips again. He then, at one point, has the dog. And he's like, I'm going to bring the dog to the mom and show that the son let it out again. And I'll like be here when he'll be sent to military school. He doesn't put his like girdle back on, and he goes wearing his slob clothes and whatnot. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna blow the your facade. You're like, it doesn't matter with the doctor. Go, what? Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. The joke is over. Whoa, at that you? Point. What is this? Were you just murdered by a homeless man, and then you came back to life and took his clothes? What's going on? Yeah, that was always something that I was like, well, dude, you're not wearing the girdle, right? She's gonna see that. That's she's gonna notice. She'll know, dude. She'll know. I will say, movies directed by Bo Welch, uh, mostly known for like production design. Here are some of the things uh, he's worked on: uh, Edward Scissorhands, Ghostbusters Two, uh, Men in Black One, Two, and Three, Thor, and Wild Wild West. All so like when I watched this movie, I was like, okay, there's definitely a style to it. Like it, yeah, it definitely felt like a Seuss world when in it. It kind of just ended his directing career, though. Like, I mean, I guess he did a couple, like, he did a couple episodes of a series of Unfortunate Which events, he also like... uh, does the set production design for that. So it's, but, and also married to Catherine O'Hara, uh, legendary comedic actress uh, from, you know, Home Alone, um, Beetlejuice, uh, Schitt's Creek, you know, just, you know. Yep. So, hey, he's, he's, doing, he's doing wonderful from Pennsylvania. So, I mean, hey. It just, it doesn't, the movie doesn't make sense. So I watched this thing Stone Cold Sober yesterday. Uh-huh. It's 82 minutes long-ish. And I only know that because I looked up for my clock and I started the movie exactly at 5 and it ended at 6.20. And I was like, that's too short for a cinema picture these days. For, especially for the live action premiere of a character. No, I need a two and a half hour movie. The, he should have had such an arc. I'm fucking around. But like, I think the funny thing is the first scene, you're at Jones, um, like real estate office 
and her boss, Hank Humberflube, also voiced by Sean Hayes, is like a super germaphobe. And there's a sign where it's like everyone must be washing their yep. hands. And I was like, this is pandemic perfect. Yep. Um, I think that drew me into the movie immediately. I was like, good. I can connect to a recent thing that's happening with this movie from 17 years ago. And then it, it like, the movie, it's funny, the movie doesn't let you go unless you're like, I got to step back from this for a second. Because it's constantly moving. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. They throw a lot at you right up front. It's just, it makes sense after watching the movie why Dr. Seuss's wife was like, there's not going to be any more live action movies. Like, that's it. Yep. But once again, the Grinch, honestly, which we were talking earlier, or I mentioned, like, it being PG. The Grinch is like a negative character. That's why I think his movie could be PG. Because it's like, no, he's like mean. He's supposed to be mean. The cat and the hat's just supposed to be like goofy and like outlandish. And nice. Yeah, exactly. But like that also, I feel, translates to live action far better because that's like, there's a character who's very mean, but then like grows a conscience at the end of the story, both the book and the original animated film. So it's like, okay, that's why like you can kind of like both root for the character, but also he can be mean and all that. But cat and the hat is just like, no, he's just. We don't. Why is he? He's being annoying. Like that's all he is, and he doesn't learn a lesson. The kids do. Yep. But once again, it's also like kind of a stamp on our heads, like the audience being like, "The kids are like, look at how the kids are annoying. They're gonna be enjoy yourself, but not too much." Like, okay, great. It's uh, uh, yeah. There's also like a bizarre. There's like a bunch of like. There's like two or three scenes where like he brings his lawyers in, which I think are just. It's like a pointless. I think half this movie was designed to like appease adults who were going to see the movie with their kids, but it couldn't do it enough to like make it worthwhile for anyone. I was gonna say like that, or more so, how like Pixar and like a lot of like Disney movies for sure, they know how to make jokes for the parents that aren't just like a blatant joke for them in the way like a kid's joke is like a fart. Like yep. I feel like this was like okay, we'll do a scene like like very like. Adults will get this, like, ha, 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 this is very funny. Meanwhile, you'll have other movies where it's, like, kind of just a subtle reference. Their actions are more so what we're getting to see. But, yeah. That's the 17-year history of The Cat in the Hat. Yeah. And then after this, uh, Mike Myers, he did, you know, Shrek 2, which, classic, but that's voice work. And then uh, The Love Guru, which, you know, is not... Uh, Great. No. Yeah. But then, then he did. Remember when he Inglorious Bastards? He, that's I always forget that Mike Myers is in Inglorious Bastards. And, and so, what's his role in that? He's the he's like the Brigadier General who gives Michael Fassbender his mission. Oh, which okay. in the opening credits of Inglorious Bastards, it says Mike Myers. And I remember the first time seeing it in theaters, like turning and be like, "Wait, did that just say Mike Myers? Like maybe it's a different Mike Myers?" And then like he shows up, and you're just like, "Wait, oh, it is Mike Myers!" And like you. You're both like just immediately drawn to like Mike Myers is in a Quentin Tarantino film right now. What's going on? And then you're like, focus on the movie. He's doing great. Yep. Yeah. And then that's he hasn't really. Oh, then he yeah. And then Shrek Forever After. What's your favorite Shrek film? Shrek Two. Uh, mine's probably Shrek Halloween, the NBC special. Yeah. Oh yeah. No Shrek Two. Yeah, it's fantastic. The, uh, the Shrek One, the soundtrack was like uh, on repeat in my parents' car when we were oh, little. Of course. My one of my managers had the Shrek. That's what he played when he would work, and like it's a good CD. But like after a while, you're like, okay, are we really just listening to the Shrek soundtrack over and over again? <laughs> it happens. It does. Yeah, but yeah, always good. Good soundtracks for all those movies. It, they are. They're quite well. <laughs> Shane, you want to tell the people where they can? They find can find us, us in a, a a large variety of places. They can find us online at the Shane and Scuba Steve Show dot com. Uh, they can find us on Instagram at Shane and Scuba Steve Show, and you know what? They can also find us on Spotify and at Apple Podcasts at the Shane and Scuba Steve Show. So that's what they can do. And if hey, if you're there, why don't you uh, subscribe? Uh, why don't you give us a like? Uh, give us five. Why don't you stars. give us five stars? Uh, why don't you do a review? Uh, why don't you tell your friends? Uh, tell all your. Why don't you friends. tell one of your friends? Hey, why don't you make a? Why don't you do like a? a like a pyramid chain or like a, a chain letter of tweets. Like if you don't, you'll be haunted. Ten, you got by midnight. If you don't subscribe, you're gonna be haunted. You're gonna be haunted by a, a three year old mobster ghost. Three years old. Like oh well, like yeah, a, I guess he's a fresh yeah. ghost, not like a, a baby. Like what the? Oh my god, oh, this is the worst haunting. 
I got a baby. Doesn't even know what it's angry about. Just sits in the corner and yeah. yells. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's where you can find this. I'm workshopping mentally and on paper right now a retrospective on the first season of the West Ooh, Wing. Wonderful. I'm excited for this. Because I've noticed too many corollaries to modern life and the late nineties. <laughs> a show set in the nineties has a lot of things related to the nineties. No reads related to right Oh, okay. Now, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> they don't have iPhones because it's the 90s. No, no. I've just noticed that in one episode, like specifically, they talk about selling science to the people. And I'm like, right now, we're dealing with people not believing science. Yes. It all lines mm-hmm. up. Time is a flat circle, folks. It's uh, Jeremy Baramy. Sure. Oh, you don't? Oh, the good place. That's a good place reference. Got it. Sorry. No, it's okay. I won't hold it against you. Good show, great show. Top. It's a. If out out of all my shows about heaven, that have the word place in the title, favorite. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Well, folks, we'll see you next Later. week.